You've got a lot of sausages and things that just come to their head and... And it chipped it away again! Toby Flood. God's sake! He pulled my scrub cap off and he squirted water in my face and you're not allowed to do that! Suck it off! Shut the good video top! What a yoga! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Waste Eye Rugby Podcast where we've got the Rugby Union Final Special. I'm joined by Adam who didn't play in the final and Ben who also didn't play in the final but they did however play in the big game before the final which was Stavanger versus the Waist High Rugby Barbarians or some weird weird concoction of teams like that and as Ben was the main organiser of that team I would like to ask him who the hell played for that team Ben? Oh bit of everyone really I think we had uh, five clubs all together. A mixture of age groups as well. I think we had like 55 down to like 18. <laughs> so it literally had all shapes, sizes, ages and different codes of the rugby. So it was pretty cool. Uh, I think we had from Lillestrom, Air Lions. Who else did we have? Uh, one from Horton, one from Sagamere, one from the, or two from the Red Alders. Um, and I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Whoever you are, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it was a good good mix of guys, and I think we ended up with about 27 people that we gave games to. One of them, uh, Franny from Sagamore, it was his last game of uh, last game of rugby after 20 odd years, and he he milked the day dry. He absolutely loved it. <laughs> And he, when he came off, or when we finished at the end of the game, he was in tears. Yeah, I was so happy. Trevor, big Trevor, had a half of rugby because I know he travels all over Norway, the scraps of games. So I felt like we owed him a half for coming down. So we gave him a half of rugby, seemed happy enough. Yeah, it was, uh, ended up being a good day for the Barbars. I guess I'll let Adam tell us the result of that game. Let's go for a cliche. Rugby was the winner on that one. But yeah, it, technically, uh, Stavanger, I think we, we won 26-17. Big, massive credit to to, to Ben. Um, we were obviously let down a little bit by our West Coast brothers, Bergen. They didn't travel as strong as they said they were going to travel. So ended up being uh, a game for a game instead of the third and fourth playoff. Um, and yeah, when we were talking about it and organising it with Ben, uh, we were like, yeah, should we do some, some minutes? And we were, I was just like, you know, thinking that we're just going to absolutely annihilate this team and um, yeah yeah, let's play 100 minutes or we can do this we can do this let's see what the score is at half time score half time it was really close um, those boys uh, some of the, the feedback I got from the Stavanger I was I didn't realise how many people hate Stavanger in Norway like these boys just wanted to smack us they just wanted to like just hit us as hard as they could and it was just like yeah they put up a good fight and it, but it was played in good spirits Um I gave my boys an absolute bollock in it at uh, halftime because I was just said to them, I set out two goals and the two goals for us in that day was to try and get them motivated because obviously we were a bit down and not being in the finals. And I said, look, we go out there and we perform like a team that should be in the final or we go out there and we have fun. And at halftime, we didn't do either of those things. So I completely threw my toys out the pram and I just absolutely gave them a massive bollocking. But then in the second half, I think uh, our fitness shone through and we started to get a bit more organised, and and uh, yeah, we started putting a few more points on in the second half. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a good it was a, it was a really good day of rugby. Yeah, yeah very nice. Um, not sure about everyone hating Stavanger. I think uh, think I think Stavanger are one of the most popular clubs 
in Norway. Yeah. No, definitely not. I hate them as well. <laughs> Mate, it's just like, it was, I think it was Russ Watson who came to me. He goes, I didn't realize how many people actually hate us. I was like, what do you mean? Like, they were just trying to just absolutely annihilate us. And I, yeah, okay. Well, well, we'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like, it's hard having you on the podcast at times because I really do hate Stavanger. Like, I won't even go to Stavanger. Like, honestly, I, I, you could pay me. I could win like some destination trip to go to Stavanger. I'd refuse it on moral grounds. Not going to well, Stavanger ever. Well, I, I know people up high, high up places in Stavanger, and I'm going to have you banned from coming to Stavanger. So it won't even be an option, mate, because we don't want you here. Perfect. Anyway, we're going to be going to loads of like clips and recordings from the day of rugby that was happening at Walls Locker. Uh, I'm just wondering, could you set the scene for us a little bit, Adam, of what, what the day was like? How, how was it like arriving there, knowing that there was going to be tons of top quality rugby players from all over the place? How did you feel? Did you feel like, did you go into your shell? Or did you like embrace the day, knowing that you're surrounded by future champions of Norway? <laughs> you just know how to try and warm me up, don't you? Uh, nah, it was, it was, it, yeah. Obviously, it was, it was, it was a tough one. Obviously, with the way the finals were decided a week before, we'd already booked our our flights, thinking that we were going to be in the final. So we had like, you know, twenty six, twenty seven guys that had already booked. Um, so and then we found out very late on that Bergen weren't coming. So like again, big massive thanks to Ben getting his book. But we knew it was going to be a great day. The girls had a tournament planned. Um, so all the girls are coming. So I traveled with Marissa. She was, she was playing, uh, in the, in the sevens tournament. So, uh, and then obviously there's four, four, four clubs and then all the Ben's, Ben's bar bars were there. So I knew there was going to be loads of people. So I knew no matter what happened on the pitch, there was always going to be a lot of people around for the third half, which was what we, what kind of motivated me and got me through it. Uh, but yeah, there was, uh, it was, it was, it was great having everybody down in one place, getting to going around and I was doing a bit of reporting as well. And getting some interviews and again felt like a little bit like a celebrity again which I was loving and just getting around and trying to get the energy going and um yeah big credit to to, to Sargana for their uh yeah it's, this really is painful for me to say but uh well done on Sargana for getting their sixth in a row and uh, yeah they they, they they much deserved it on the day but I think uh from what, what I saw with the game Tron 9 put up a good fight but Sargana just they just know how to win finals you know and winning is a habit at the end of the day and they've got that habit and they because they can they can just they can make it happen and they can switch it on whenever you think uh, and that's the beauty of rugby isn't it you know you, you doesn't matter what the results are uh, you come up against someone it's it's what happens on the day so uh, big massive credit to them awesome and um, Ben the same question to you how was the day did you enjoy yourself yeah it was pretty cool like um, it started off just kind of arriving and going into the into the changing room to meet like obviously there's a decent amount of Blinden boys. But then obviously like a, a few randoms as well. So it was kind of like uh, a fairly chill like uh, entry to the day. Pretty relaxed. Get out there for about an hour before, maybe 45 minutes. Bit of a bit of a lazy warm up and then straight into the game. So it's like we were we were arriving and Stavanger were already coming out like to, <laughs> to go and get warmed up. It wasn't jogging past us. <laughs> like okay it's gonna be like that <laughs> so yeah it was and then we just came out lazy warm-up and then just sort of uh running through how we were going to play and that sort of stuff and yeah just straight amongst it i ended up playing like 65 minutes at tight head prop which i was just in bits at the end of that game <laughs> i just i had to like beg ed 
to take me off and he swapped me with uh, OG Guillaume. So it's like he was going in at prop for me. <laughs> and he lasted about five minutes and he was like, can I come back off? <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I had to go back on. Um, and the yeah, the energy of that game is just awesome generally. It was really good from both sides. The chat was quite fun, especially at scrum time. And the way that the benches rotated were really cool. Um, there was a very Saka try from Saka, which uh, sort of kicked things off for the second half, I think, from both teams. And after the game, yeah, good good spirits. We were all freezing. So it was sort of like uh, Volkswagen is like the coldest place in Oslo, I reckon. So we kind of... Tried to keep the spirits up whilst standing there on the sideline and freezing our balls off. <laughs> but it was a it was a decent game to watch between uh, Sargon and Trondheim. But again, yeah, Sargon just know how to win, and it's the thing that the the thing they're best at is this ability just to like convert from mistakes. So if Trondheim threw a loose pass or dropped the ball or whatever, it was just under their own sticks almost twenty seconds later. So. Yeah, the pressure was just always on them to be all right. And yeah, they struggle they struggle with that a bit. But clearly visibly upset when they lost. So they put everything into it. You can't fault them for that. But yeah, it was a good day. It was a really good day. And yeah, yeah. I caught the early part of the third half. I'd I decided I wasn't going to the World Rover. I, I, and I feel like that was a good call for me. <laughs> very good call mate I, I i caught the back end of the third half and uh i think i only got over my hangover this morning so yeah <laughs> well that's what that look is but yeah yeah it's, yeah so it was a good day <laughs> yeah i'd just like to give a big shout out to the girls um because i know um I've, I've been hearing little rumors that they haven't really been very happy about the, the coverage that they've got from like with the streaming and, and the social media from from what goes around so i'd just like to give a big shout out to the girls because you know they they put on a good performance and some of the tries that were there as well were fantastic and um i just think uh we should we should get around uh the, the women hopefully we can get some some on the pod and, and start promoting the women's game as well because they they're doing a good job there the standard of women's rugby has excelled in the last couple of years or so and i think a lot of that's down to the, the fact that bill's going around and doing a lot of work but um, yeah, the women were there there in the day, and there was still a lot of them in the night time as well. So, uh, big shout out to the the women's rugby in Norway. So now I think it's time for us to go straight to that footage of the day. Hi, it's Ed here from uh, Volsocker in I think about zero degrees. I'm joined by Ava and Karin from Sargana after a pretty good victory over Trondheim, I would say. Um, Karin. Uh, sorry, yeah, uh, NTNU. Uh, Karen, let's start with you. How was the game? Yeah, it was a tough first game. A bit cold and uh, the girls were a bit jitty. But uh, after a couple of good hits and uh, NTNU slash Stavanger scored a try on us in the first half, we got our act together a bit. We cooperated and we went harder in. And yeah, the game went on and we played a really good uh, end of the first half and a good second half with a lot of momentum. Yeah, it was good. Nice. What do you think you need to work on for the next game? Uh, well, we definitely have to be a bit more aggressive in defence. We have to get up and do our tackles a bit earlier, not wait for them. So that's going to be our main uh, defence uh, focus area. And in attack, we're just going to keep on evolving on what we're doing now, momentum and offloads and just going with the speed, yeah. 
Awesome. And Ava, you came on after two or three minutes and one of your first touches, you, you set up a try. How are you feeling? Yeah, feeling good. Um, I think the first half, it was just a time for all of us to wake up, obviously, to warm up in this cold and especially doing our first tackles. But um, the second half was really what we supposed to do. Just play footy, go with our offloads, quick balls and just go for it straight to the line. Awesome. Thank you very much, ladies. And quickly, just to finish with, uh, I've got a couple of questions for both of you. So first, uh, Karen, um, who is your favourite rugby player of all time? Oh, my favourite rugby player? I have two I, I share between. Can I say them both? Yeah. It's uh, Emma Tunagato from Australia, who now is uh, going into league. She left the sevens uh, team. It's a shame. Uh, and the other one is my my big idol here in Norway. It's Tonya Lissam, who's out on mommy leave right now, yeah. She's the strongest player I know, yeah. Awesome, thank you. And Ava, same question. Um, it's tough. Um, I would say I know more the men's, weirdly, but uh, obviously of all time, it would be Johnny Sexton that now retired, um, my idol of ever. Uh, and then, let's say my second idol and... Uh, would be all the girls I met at Saginaw because I didn't know there'd be rugby in Norway. And uh, when I arrived and I saw all the level that was at Saginaw, I was like, what the fuck is happening in this country, you know? And uh, I just love all the girls. And uh, thanks to them, we've improved so much. And yeah, that is uh, how Saginaw is building. Awesome. Thank you. It's not often you hear a French accent complimenting Johnny Sexton. Uh, thank you very much. Ed here, just a quick one on the Barbarians team uh, that we're putting out against Stavanger. So firstly, proper proud of Ben for all the work he's put into getting teams together. We've got players from Blinden, Bergen, uh, Sargana, uh, Lillestrøm, Vic, uh, the Rebaldas and I think I'm missing a couple even but yeah it's going to be a good day um, it'll be I think a pretty physical contest but we want to play kind of uh, more barbarian style if we can throwing the ball around uh, there'll be some new uh, formations and some new partnerships which we haven't really played with before so yeah exciting and looking forward to it yeah, alright it's Ed here with uh, head coach of uh, Stavanger Glenn Glynn Otherwise known as Chini, otherwise known as Tom's best mate. <laughs> uh, Chini, how are you feeling about the game? Yeah, good. Uh, obviously, it's not the, the game we wanted to be in, but it's a game of rugby nonetheless, so we got to go out there and win. What is your What was your message to the boys today before the game? Uh, well, it's the first time probably in, what, 10 years that we've had a game where we can play with no pressure. So it is the old cliche of go out and have fun. But as we say, probably half-time I'm going to be screaming at them and telling them uh, it's not fun to lose. So... Just yeah, but ma- mainly it is actually just go out and have fun today. Try some new stuff we've not tried before, and uh, maybe play a different style of rugby that people actually expect Stavanger to play. Nice. And uh, a couple more questions. Um, any particular player we should be looking out for from you boys today? Ah, oh, there's always the handfuls. It's obviously the ones that Adam always says, Nick Seabee. But we've got our um, big German second row. He's an absolute monster of a human being. Um, Johnny Woodford, uh, big prop, big. Plays hooker as well. Um, we've got a new 12 in today, so Adam's back in the forwards, unfortunately, guys. So you're going to actually see a 12 play 12 today. But yeah, yeah, plenty of people. It's hard to pick any. Awesome. Final question Who was your rugby idol growing up? Oh, God, it was John Alumo. Lomo? Yeah, John Alumo. And John Alumo, then Jerry Collins. Awesome. Love it. Gl- uh, Glenn, cheers, mate. Go well. Yeah, cheers, Best buddy. of luck. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Absolutely.
Hi, it's Ed here with um, Ben and Adam post-match. I think it was a 26-17 score to Stavanger, which was probably quite unexpected, I think, from both sides. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah uh, let's start with the captain of the, the winning side. Adam, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, good. Uh, ben, you still want to do that 100 minutes we were talking about beforehand? Oh, no. <laughs> We're, we're good to yeah. go, mate. We can do another 40 if you want to. Oh, all, all the talk at the start, we're having, like, obviously talking about like, oh yeah, what if it gets this big and as this score gets this, we have to change it around. Mate, it was a really competitive game. It was just some big hits put in. Uh, played in really good spirits as well. There was laughing and joking going on. I uh, wasn't fully happy with the Spangers' performance, but uh, you know, it is what it is. We, we went in there with the intention of just kind of throwing the ball around and, and playing caution to the wind. So, But massively, massive big thanks to um, to you boys for sorting out a team today because uh, we, we'd all booked travel and uh, yeah, what a, what, a, what a game to play in. I did hear you give some of your players the, the Alex Ferguson treatment at halftime, so I won't ask what was said there. We could discuss after a year later. Yeah. Uh, but Ben, how about you, mate? Yeah, really good time. Uh, I didn't expect to last as long as I did, to be perfectly honest. I, could, yeah, I, was, I was wearing ice skates as well. I may as well have just been... I, was, I had Astro boots on, so I don't know. I was like, dominate the hit, dominate the hit, dominate the hit, dominate the hit. So I don't know, I don't know how I made it, like 60 minutes. <laughs> I was just screaming at Ed like, oh, I need, to, I need five minutes. I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody for you. Literally, man. imagine, right, we had 12 substitutes and we only had like one prop substitute. <laughs> what, one of my favourite parts of the game was we were packing down for a score and I saw I caught Ben's eye and I was like, Ben, you're still here. It was like, it was like yeah, I don't know how it's happened either. I was like, fuck. Yeah, fucking good effort. <laughs> oh, no, it was a fantastic game. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to um, the next fixture now, which is the final between Sargon and Trondheim. Who are we rooting for, boys? Trondheim. I want Trondheim in my heart. And in your head? <laughs> They're going to get pumped. <laughs> They're, They're going to get smashed. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, boys. <laughs> uh, no, thanks for listening. Um, and yeah, we'll catch up with you, I'm sure, maybe throughout the evening after a few beers in the pub. But um, third half, who's going to win that in the pub later? Oh, I think I, I think we should aim for a draw and both try and get each other absolutely nailed. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Um, I think yeah, great game from both sides. Really good, really good rugby. The real winner was rugby, <laughs> and we'll we'll leave it there. Hi, it's uh, Ed here, joined by Rob and Richie, national team coaches, um, ahead of the final between Sargana and Trondheim. Uh, Richie, we'll start with you. Uh, what are you kind of looking for today from both teams? pitch is actually drier than a normal swamp so I think that plays into Trondheim's hands a little bit but I think from a Saginaw point of view they really need to play up front uh, I think they have the edge over the Trondheim pack but it's going to be a good game of rugby Nice, uh, Rob from an attack perspective what are you what are you hoping to look at today? Uh, it's hard to tell, it's hard to know what each team is going to do but I hope there is some sort of structure to their games and that they actually stick to it not just sort of not just go out and play sort of Baba's rugby from the very beginning. It would be nice if they had some structure to their game. And There is a wind here today. There's quite a hard wind down into one half. So the old cliche, it'll be a game of two halves, will be, uh, will be in place today. So let's see. I don't know. Awesome. We might catch up with you just after the game as well, if that's all right. But yeah, thanks a lot, Absolutely. gents. Appreciate it. Okay, guys, Adam here, pitch side with the finals been kicked off. We're about 20 minutes, 25 minutes in. It's currently 10-0 to Sargana. They're looking very uh, dominant at the moment, um, but Trondheim are holding out a bit. Um, I'm stood here on the pitch side with, with, with Ed. Uh, you been watching the game so far? What do you think? Uh, I've, I've actually not, to be honest. I've literally been here five minutes. You've got one, one fucking job, Ed. Uh, yeah, I know, but Trondheim just making a break. 
Yeah, it's been good. It, it looks physical. It looks tough. I think Sargon have got the upper hand. It's a bit more structure to them, really. Uh, and Merwin has been playing like an absolute monster. Yeah, Merwin with a massive uh, clearance where he cleared the whole rook out. But uh, Trondheim on the ascendancy at the moment. Looking like they've got more, but some big hits coming in from Sargana. Uh And yeah, we'll, we'll give you, uh, we'll, we'll check in in another 10 or 15 minutes, see how it's going. Okay, guys, Adam and Ed again, uh, pitch side. And we are just surrounded by some beautiful ladies here wearing the green and black and gold. And I understand that you actually, gold is the colour that you won today. Is that right, Taya? Obviously. Obviously, oh, I love it! Oh, the covers. I, I was actually, I was actually uh, warming up on our game, and I, and I saw there was a number four playing for for Trondheim running down the wing, and escaped everybody. Everyone was thinking, "Nice, she's going to get caught," and you held in there, and you were wearing four on your back. All right, t- talk me through the try. Uh, no, it was. I think it was in our own twenty-two, and uh, it was. Uh, it was. The, I fumbled the ball first, and then I picked it up, and I was like just gotta go <laughs> just gotta go <laughs> and I was just I just I could hear people and I felt someone about to get me and I was like I just gotta go <laughs> just gotta keep going <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a bit like that when I'm getting running for a train and I need to go and there's no toilets around um and that's when I run the quickest I've ever done but uh, n- never as quick as that so Taya good on you um you guys came first today yeah is that right you said of course um are you happy with your performance uh I think I'm happy with the team yeah. The team has been playing so good. We had so many numbers on training and it felt so easy to play. I didn't feel that tired because everyone was working so well. It's like the the easiest game I had, but also the best. Yeah. It felt amazing. Awesome. Um, and for the other two girls here, do you want to introduce yourselves and how, how the day was for you? No, it was uh, great. Like you said, the team played great, so it was so easy to be on the pitch. doesn't feel like you played four games. It was everyone did their part so everyone was working together and sharing the load and what's your name uh Pelina. Pelina. nice to meet you Pelina. and your name is ida hello ida ida <laughs> if anyone can't see he's got this she looks the typical epitome of a norwegian girl um blonde locks flowing and and the bucket hat and the bucket hat did you have a, did you enjoy your day today yeah it was amazing amazing scoring tries and winning the game Awesome. I'm going to ask you all a question now. Um, if you were to, we're looking for people to come on the pod, interesting people to come on the pod. Uh, from your team, who do you think would make a good guess on our podcast? Uh, Ellen. Ellen. Tilda. Tilda. Uh, Tilda. Tilda. Tilda, Alan. Okay. Well, and, yeah, very final question. Who is your favourite rugby player? Oh. My name's Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah. I have to go with Steven. <laughs> Stevie, yeah, he's, he's one of my favourites at the moment as well. He has no, to be a Norwegian player? No, no, it could be anyone. Okay, I don't I, I don't know how to pronounce your name, but the, the American tennis player, Ilona uh, Meyer or something? Yeah? Yeah, she's amazing. Nice. You know? I have no idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pass on this one and... Uh, Okay, she, she she said Ben White Ben Whitehouse, but she actually meant Adam Jones. But it's all good. Um, thanks. Uh, I think Adam, you need to go inside, mate. You're you're shivering like you got Parkinson's. No disrespect to anyone's got Parkinson's. Um, just throwing that out there. But thanks, girls. Thanks for your time and congratulations on the gold. Can you give me a big? Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, Adam back again, uh, pitch side, join the final. Um, here with a, a living legend, Freddie Scovley, uh, competition for the second best hair in Norway to myself, obviously. Uh, it's lovely to see your face, mate. Oh, he's shaking off! Oh, 
Oh, we're going to have to get a photo of this and put it on. Uh, those of you who can't see, you used to have luscious locks of, uh, of a mullet. It looked like uh, something from the, the, the redneck of, uh, of, of America. But now he looks like he's been in prison. But um, it's all good. Freddie, it's good to see you, mate. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game so far? It's been uh, flowing both sides, uh, which I enjoy. Unlike your hair. True. No, no more hair, but it's content for the, for the Waste High podcast. So I thought I shared it for you guys, actually. You know, what are, what are your predictions for the game, mate? Uh, if Sagana can uh, down their errors, like what just happened, if they can down their errors, I think they'll uh, run away with it. But uh, Trondheim looks very strong in open play. Like they want to, they really want to play. So if the games keep flowing like this, you never know. They might turn it around. And yeah, you, you hear it here. Yeah. Um, which which player from the from your team or from Sagana would you like to see on the pod? On the pod. Definitely Mervin. Mervin. 100% Mervin. Ah, it'd be quite interesting with the fact that his English isn't that great either. But uh, yeah, we would have ran some. But Freddie, uh, it's, it's, it's good to hear from you, mate. Um, what's life like after rugby? Uh, mate, it's, uh, it's pretty good at the moment, but uh, I, I miss it. Uh, you know, I miss the Saturdays and all that, but uh, I think I made the right decisions. But uh, man, when I watch the boys play, talk to you guys on the sidelines, I really miss it. So. But it's, it's all good. Well, we miss you as well, mate. You're a beautiful man, inside and out, and uh, we hope you uh, are the best, and uh, we'll have a couple of beers after. Okay, guys, Adam again, uh, pit side, uh, half-time. I've got Richie and Rob here at the moment. Uh, so, half-time, 10-0. Uh, what are your thoughts, Richie? Uh, I think Sagan have dominated the territory, but uh, Tron have been really good getting turnover, like poaching at, at crucial times. Uh, I think the structure hasn't been great from either team, so I think if, if Sagan can improve that in the second half, I think they'll pull away, but... Uh, at the moment, Trondheim are very much in this game. Yeah. I mean, if you just said at half-time it's only going to be 10-0, um, you'd, you'd, you'd probably laughed at some people. I mean, because, uh, you know, Sargon are very strong. But, Rob, uh, what do you think, uh, what, what, what do Sargon need to do differently? Or do you reckon they're just going to wear him down and the fitness is going to come through? What do you think? Yeah, I think in the second half you're going to see there's a, a bit of a hill and a bit of a wind here. So if Sargon use it properly, it should they should start to pull away a bit. I'd say it's a two-point or two-try win. So... Let's see. Well, yeah, it's been quite competitive. It's a good game to watch. Yeah, no, that's good. And um, we'll keep you informed, guys. We'll uh, get you the next 20 minutes. And uh, Okay, guys, Adam here from the pod, Wayside Pod. Uh, pitch side at the moment. Uh, we're about 10, 15 minutes into the second half. Joined by Merwin, who I just saw recently had just been a massive, massive hit in the rook where he cleared everybody out. Uh, good on you, mate. You've been going hard. How are you doing? I'm really good, really good. I'm just disappointed they, they didn't uh, they refuse my kick. You know, the, on, he was on. I'm pretty sure he was on, and they say he wasn't on. Oh, no, mate. I didn't yeah. see that. What happened? Talk us through. I don't know. They the, the, the say he was under the bar, but he was over the bar. And I think everybody saw that, but I just... Yeah. What, you were kicking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the, <laughs> so I'm the designated kicker of the team. And uh, what position do you play? Uh, prop. Prop kicking. I mean, come on. I mean, this man's got everything. He's a handsome bitch. Uh, he's got a fucking sexy accent as well. Merwin, um, we've been asking everybody who they would like to see on the pod, and your name's popped up a couple of times. Are you keen to come on the pod and have a chat with us? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah. If you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a man of many words, obviously. But we'll, we'll keep it to one-word answers if you come on the pod. But uh, what, what's your, uh, what, what, what are your thoughts for the rest of the game now? Are you, are you able to go back on, or is that, are you done now because you're on the sideline? You? I've been telling the coach uh, I see a lot of forward 
of our team, they look tired, so I'm really keen to go back home. <laughs> yeah, of course. We just got two yellow cards in the same time. It's the first time I see that. So, so we got three uh, yellow cards. <laughs> three yellow cards at the moment. Fucking hell. Okay, mate. Yeah, well, um, what does it mean to you to, to, to win the Premiership again if, you, if this keeps like this? Uh, it's, uh, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been really hard this year, and uh, we got some young guys coming in this year. Uh, really good team with big, big coaching. was a really good atmosphere as well in the team, and everybody was... I mean, it's a mean a lot. Mean a lot for us. Are, you, are you disappointed you get to play Swanger? I mean, you have to give the respect to Trondheim. They, they had a good season, but uh, of course, for us, it's like a biggest rivalry with uh, Stavanger, so... It is sweeter when we win against you guys. So <laughs> this is the most uh, the most placid I've ever known you uh, talking. But I think you could be a good guest on the podcast. So we'll get you on. Uh, but mate, you you're looking very good there, mate. And looking forward to playing with you on that view as well. And we might do some rugby as well. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, mate. It's uh, it's Ed and Adam here from the Waste High Pod. We're we're with Nathan and uh, Bota from Sargon and Stavanger, respectively. How's the commentating going, boys? Oh, look, it's been a bit up and down. Um, you know, I've, I've tried to get some input, but, um, you know, it's like it, it's like commentating with someone that's got bipolar. You know, you've got to you, you allow for it, but at the same time, you've got to cut it off when it's, uh, when it's no good. Bota, any response? Uh, yeah, no, mate. I haven't had much time on the mic as Nathan keeps on turning it away from me. Uh, probably has a good reason for that, not, not going to lie. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't heard any of you commentating, but I've had a couple of emails from uh, the UN saying that some of the stuff you've been saying is a little bit controversial, Nathan. And it doesn't sound like you, so I'm just giving you the opportunity to defend yourself now. What, what do you say to the allegations that you're a little bit controversial in what you're saying? Oh, look, you know, you've, you've got to crack a few eggshells to break new ground in commentary. Um, you know, um, like I said, you know, we've got we've got people on the field here that have got purple hair. We've got, you know, we've got... After clerk lookalikes playing in the forwards, you know it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit mixed up. I'm just trying to trying to tell people what rugby is um, and that it's inclusive um, and that anyone can play the game, whether you're of all creeds, colours, um, backgrounds. Um, you know, dwarves can play. Anyone can play. You are truly a man of the people. <laughs> Look, I've heard that before as well, but I don't want to talk about it too much. Uh, those who are listening to the live feed, we've just been taken over. They've just been taken over by the Wayside Podcast, uh, giving a bit of a plug out. If you guys want to listen to anything uh, Norwegian rugby related, uh, get on Spotify. Uh, Wayside Rugby Podcast is the podcast discussing everything Norwegian rugby. That's right. Thank you, Adam. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Right, I think Richie absolutely hates us right now, but I'm here with him quickly. It's just before full time. Uh, thoughts on the game overall? Uh, Sagan's defence won the game. It's been incredible. Uh, down to down to twelve for ten minutes and not conceding. Uh, that deserves a trophy alone. Um, yeah, some really standout players. I think Giacomo's been excellent. He'd be my man in the match. But uh, yeah, Sagan's defence won it again. Yeah. Nice. And uh, we'll keep it short. But finally, who are the few people that you want to look out for in the third half in the pub later? Oh, I've heard about Jules, so I'm expecting him. Even though he wasn't involved in the final, he'll, he'll probably be the main guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some loose guys out later. All right. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Richie. Uh, very quickly, I'm with Connor. Words on the game, Connor? Nah, like, fair juice to Trondheim. They came down and they played from minute one to minute eight, as you saw, hanging in there for a try that takes some people's spirit. But, nah, I'm just so proud of Sogner. I think we worked really hard from pretty shaky start. And back in April, you know, we really took a while to get up and running, but we did it. And fucking so proud of all the boys, old and new. Fucking proud. Awesome. I won't keep you any longer. Go and enjoy it, mate. So... Obviously, Sargonet sort of won that game, which was a disappointment for basically everyone in Norwegian rugby. However, 
we would like to talk about and touch upon the kicking performance from Merwin. Merwin, I can never get his name right. What what actually happened, Adam? Because there seems to be like mixed messages about whether he got this kick, didn't get this kick. He went under the bar, over the bar. What happened? Well, yeah, obviously we were going around and we had certain people we were targeting to try and get reports from and, and sound bites and stuff. And a lot, a few people had told me off the mic that, that Merwin would be a good character to get on the pod. So um, he'd just come off the field. So I grabbed him um, as I was talking to, to Nathan, who was commentating. And um, yeah, he he, he 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 was very dis- uh, dis- disheartened by the fact that um, he was the kick. He, he was the, one of the he was their kicker um, playing prop, which is uh, you know uh, unusual to say the least. But from from what I saw, the the kick was was good, went over. Uh, but the touch judge never put the put the the, the flags up. Um, so Miriam was on the side of the pitch. I had to put an arm around him and, and, and console him and tell him, like, you know, these things happen. Um, you know, at least you were in a final, um, is, was my exact words to him. Uh, so he, he, hopefully he, he's got over that. But uh, the man's just full of talent. He's got that, that, that French uh, boom. He's just, uh, he's a charismatic guy. Um, he's the kind of guy that you'd like to be locked up in the prison cell with um, and just lose yourself. You know, he's just, just, just a beautiful man. Um, I, I play with him on the national team, uh, and we play a bit of rugby together as well. Um, he's he's, he's a fucking good good guy, Merwin. Um, but to make it's uh, chalk down three points extra on whatever your your scoring tally is from this season, mate, because I think you deserve that. Game. So it's definitely went over the post, is what we're saying. Like we are gonna back Merwin's story a hundred percent here. Yeah, we we haven't we haven't got the budget for VAR or, or TMOs at the moment, but uh, if that. It, you know, when that does happen, I know Merwin will get a lot more points to his name. Bless him. I think he talked about uh, a refing mistake in much better terms than uh, another certain podcaster would have done. So oh. congratulations to you there, Adam. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll I'll, leave, I'll 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 stick to my cliches. We'll leave Ed to be in the red backbasher from now on. So it's all, uh, I can't take can't take that crown off him. Uh, ben, did you? Uh... I assume you watched the game as well. You, you stood in the cold, freezing, and watched all the game. Any standout performances? I thought the Trondheim centres were really, really good. Uh, Stevie and uh, this uh, Australian guy. Yeah, his name's Kalen, Aussie, Aussie guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they were brilliant. Um, I think they would have scored a lot more points if they had had more experienced wingers because there was no no one to run the line off them because they were making really good breaks, but then no one there to take take the ball on so it was a bit of a shame I think they could have scored a few more tries because both of them were brilliant they were really really good um I also remember Rob had a really good game Rob Adams uh hmm, Sagna I think he played really well um and who else had a good game um can never remember his name uh the Italian guy who plays second row for Giacomo. Giacomo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a good game as well. But he always has a good game. He's a good player. Uh, Disappointing you just said Rod Ab- Rob Adams had a good game because he's playing 12 for the Eastern on Saturday, which I yeah. against. So that'll be interesting. That's a, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. But now, Giacomo, Giacomo, I've been training with him in the national team as well. He's one of those just like solid players. He, he looks a bit like an accountant, but he's he, he's got some ticker on him and he's, he's a very intelligent rugby player. Um, he's a good bloke to have on your team. Um, so yeah, there was there were 
but that, but I think what what Sorg, you know, they they've just got this kind of like they play they play very well together as a, as a unit, and you can't take that away from them. I thought they were, I thought Trondheim were going to get very bullied up front, but um, they did actually hold up very well. Um, and I, I think like they were probably they're probably stronger in their backs, but um, you know Sorgen are still very strong in their backs as well. Um, so yeah, it's uh, if it, 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 if I'm being honest, I thought that they were Trondheim were going to get absolutely smashed, but they they put up a really good performance. I think the um, yeah, so cre- credit to them, they can hold the head high for getting the silver. At one point, Sargon were down to twelve players. Was it twelve? They had yeah, the, they had the yellow, yellow, and then they had two yellows at the same time. So I think they had one yellow, and then like three minutes later, they had two yellows. So they were, it was like fifteen against twelve, and that and John didn't score. So then you had a feeling like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but they they didn't they didn't do it. They didn't do a New Zealand and keep the keep the yellow cards off just for practice, did they? They brought them back on hopefully. <laughs> but um. Also, as well, I've I've I didn't actually obviously been there. Tom, you heard uh, the commentating. Uh, I remember getting text message of you saying that Nathan was Nathan was funny. Was anything memorable that you said? Because I haven't watched back the game, obviously. Uh, but what 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 do you, do you think Nathan was a good commentator on the live stream? I think what was very interesting about Nathan's commentary is the way he seemed to speak English, but in a way I've never heard it spoken before. I don't know how else to explain it. It's like this is the language I've grown up speaking, but I've never heard it spoken like that. And like yeah. that, it's the way his brain works and like connections his brain seems to make when describing things. I'd be like, oh, that's, in, that's another way of seeing it. Yeah, I, I don't, I got nothing springs to mind, but it was just constantly like, oh yeah, what? Wait, what? Why has he said that? Yeah, because obviously I'm, Nathan's one of your best mates and um, I always liken it to kind of like cockney rhyming slang, but if you put a cockney in, in the bush in Australia, and you combine them together. It's like bogan cockney rhyming slang or bogan rhyming slang. It's very descriptive. Uh, but like, you know, little things like, oh, he's as hard as a, as a woodpecker's lips or something like that. It's just like very descriptive and you could see what exactly what he means, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, yeah, right. Reminds me of the time my dad told me, walk slowly with a big stick, mate. You know, it's like, you know, you got to get with it. Or it's just like that tree, kid that fell out the tree. It just wasn't it, mate. <laughs> no, it's just like, so many fucking stories. So many descriptive ways of saying it, but. Was it was it was it quite was it fun to fun to listen to though? Oh, it was really fun to listen to. Yeah, you should get a should get a gig as like an actual commentator, and commentate yeah, well, he, on the big games. It's yeah, a funny man. Yeah, he's commentating for the uh, uh, Greece versus Norway league game on the on the weekend. Actually, uh, he, he was very funny. The other thing that's interesting about watching it on TV is that you're seeing people you know on TV, mm. and you're thinking, how the hell is this the same sport as what I've just watched? in the World Cup because everyone looks about half the size of him slow everyone looks really slow like I'm so glad I've never watched myself on TV because I'd be going backwards that slow I'd be moving that's uh, you and is the, that's the chinny clip of you isn't it the, no actually we, we, we signed out <laughs> we found out that there was no evidence that that was me oh yeah okay sorry uh, that's what we found out that we found out then clear could have been anyone. Why would I wear the 19 shirt, Ben? Why would I wear the 19 shirt? Am I a replacement second row? No. So that's the end of the season now then. So it's all going to be crowned winners. Um, I would, looking forward now to next season, uh, do you think they're going to get seven in a row? Do you think there's anyone that can beat them? I think if Stavango are able to pick three of Sargon's players, 
Stavanger put up a fight next season. But if it's just the same old Stavanger squad, you'll probably come third again. And we're probably looking at uh, Trondheim. Oh, so if I know. Well, if, if Blinden could pull their fucking fingers out and actually get to a game and not deny us of a bonus point, then, you know, maybe we could give it a good shot. It's not our fault Johnson was injured. <laughs> if that happened but, again, you could, whoever you've got, even if you've got seven players, you come and we do a boat race on the pitch and then we just have it <laughs> as a game so we can get the bonus point. As, uh, I, I think we had a text conversation that more or less went along those lines where it was like, yeah, okay, you can pay for us all to come or pay for like the few of us that will go to go and then we'll just not play rugby like <laughs> for 80 minutes just chill out put in a put in a result that's gets it gets you the bonus point and then just go and have some beers afterwards well he said you thought you'd just screw us over but yeah cheers for that last no worries mate you're welcome i think that happened last year anyway uh, something similar happened to us where it was yeah it didn't get the bonus point i think it was you guys actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know like uh do as we say, not Eric, is that the right one? <laughs> they should just scrap bonus points. Bonus points should be done. There shouldn't be bonus points. Either you win or you lose, but there's no bonus points. No bonus points. Anti-bonus points. Yeah, I agree. I go rugby league style. But hopefully next season will be good because hopefully Johnson will be fit for Blinden, so that makes Blinden competitive. It's not. We don't have to pretend. I don't have to pretend anymore. Johnson is Blinden. Sargno will always be good. Stavanger probably be alright Trondheim just got to a final they'll want to kick on and then Bergen they should be strong as well given that they're growing so it could be a could be the most competitive season of 15s rugby Norway has seen for a long time mm, I think so as well uh, hopes, hopefully so it's hopefully the season is a long way off that's the only thing I'm worried about uh, it's, 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 been, it's been a short intense season like I'm kind of I'm I'm looking forward to the I've got like rugby next two 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 weekends. I've got East versus West on Saturday and then Latvia the week after. But there like there is a part of me that's kind of looking forward to the end of end of the rugby season because it's been quite intense for the last sort of like six or seven months. Like we've been playing the sevens and everything like that. But um yeah, it'd be nice to nice to have a little bit of a break. Because I think with these things as well, you need to miss it. You know what I mean? You you need to miss it, get yourself uh, recharged again and then come back strong next season, which is definitely what we're planning on doing is we've we're like a bear with a sore head now we're we're going to come out and we're going to absolutely make sure that we send everybody to away games and just smash them Savanga are going to win it next season I'm saying it now and we got it we recorded it's there we're going to smash the crap out of everyone in Norway next year I don't yeah. care I'm I'm not being this balanced guy at the moment I'm just going to just say it we're going to smash everyone we go against yeah you definitely got to siphon that one off to keep for later on Especially when we get when we do you by two points or something in the last uh, last few minutes, we'll we'll slot in the goal from the halfway line. <laughs> not gonna happen, mate. Not gonna happen. So, Adam, would you like to end the pod by saying congratulations to Sargner on a well done season or whatever the term is? You're good at the cliches. What would you say if you were rounding us the podcast at the end of the season and you're congratulating the winners, Adam? What would you say? How would you do it? Well, I, I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, it's all about finals footy. Uh, you've got to be in it to win it. Uh, they were in it and they won it. And congratulations to them uh, because at the end of the day, you can never write off anything. Um, form is temporary. Class is permanent. 
I've seen how many cliches I can get in here. Um, and and Sorgna are a class outfit. I, I can't say anything other than that. Um, but a bit like we were back in the day, uh, we inspired them to get better. They inspire us to get better. And uh, we know come next season, it's going to be a, a good battle. Uh, but at the end of the day, hopefully we just get the, the fixtures next year will be good. It's going to be, I think, Tommy, nail on the head. I think it's going to be a very competitive season next season. And I'm really looking forward to it. Keep on doing what we're doing. Uh, keep promoting Norwegian rugby. Keep keep on keeping on. Quality. Goodbye.